Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 455. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, the show where we help entrepreneurs, business owners, and CEOs from around the world to skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. I am your host, Kelly Roach. Now let's get down to business. Welcome back, guys. I'm super excited to have special guest of the week here with me, Anna Via McLean. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Happy to have you. So, guys, Anna has worked relentlessly for, you know, 15 years, really, you know, all through growing up and, and now as a business owner um, in the small business world, in the marketing world. And now she has created this amazing company where she is essentially the outsourced marketing director for small businesses that want to create scalable businesses, have an amazing culture, and really want to understand how to put together a marketing plan that works. So Anna Via, I am very excited to have you here today. Let's get started and talk a little bit about like how did you fall in love with the world of marketing for small businesses? Yeah, so I was uh, I started in restaurants when I was really young, and then my first sort of real big girl job <laughs> was at a uh, country club. And this is a country club. I started working there, you know, maybe oh five, oh six, and this is before really this big boom of digital marketing. So this is where we were still making websites in something called Front Page, which was super exciting. Uh, you know, Facebook was just sort of a thing that college kids were using. And so I, I fell in love with marketing because I was figuring it out sort of, you know, guerrilla style, you know, like boots on the ground, just playing around with it, determining, you know, what was working, what wasn't. I don't have a marketing degree. It really was learned on the job through trial and error. And so as I did that, you know, I, I kind of, I like solving puzzles. And so that's kind of what it felt like was a big puzzle. And then I applied it to business to where I worked at the country club to bring in new members or, you know, get people to come to events, book their weddings there. And then that sort of just spiraled. I continued to do that for the remainder of my career in private clubs over the next eight or nine years. And then really realized that the, the, the country club or the private club aspect wasn't what I was enjoying anymore. It was just the marketing part. So I'd met a lot of small business owners through and entrepreneurs through the club. And I realized that they needed that solution. So it was just a really nice logical pairing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's awesome. So, you know, obviously we're getting here towards the end of the year and everyone is hustling down and they're working to set themselves up for a successful 2019. So what would you say, Anavia, if you were to look at a small business, and I'm sure you've done this so many times that, you know, <laughs> it, it comes quick for you, right? Like, if you were to say there's three things that I typically see as like the leaky buckets in marketing that are quick fixes that business owners can attack hard over these next couple months to go into the year with a, a revenue push, what would some of those things be? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny when you get to this time of year. This is the question. The big question is like, okay, yeah. new year. What are we focused on? Mm -hmm. uh, so there's different things that are trending, but here's what we're finding and what we're pivoting towards with all of our clients right now. Cause we've, you know, we've got clients that we're doing quarterly and then annual strategies for 2019 right now. The challenging part with digital marketing, especially when it comes to uh, the sexier parts like social media and SEO, is that they're getting more and more expensive to do effectively. 
So, you know, social media way back when, you know, I was joking about Facebook, but way back when it used to be, oh, yeah, you post something and everybody, you know, all your followers see it or the majority of your followers see it and you get kind of something. Now they've changed social media algorithms to where organic you know, display rates are just abysmal. And so, you know, they, and I understand it's a business, they have a business. And so they want to drive you to giving them money for digital ads and boosting posts. Uh, so they're really focused on engagement. So what we're seeing, and then with with search engine optimization, it's always been expensive, um, but it's just becoming more and more competitive. The commonality there is that they both want all of marketing is angling towards this really hyper, hyper local content with engagement. So rather than just being a content machine where you're pumping out a whole bunch of posts or blogs that nobody's really looking at and really don't, it's, they've learned that that's what people, that that's how people were playing the game. And they've sort of, you know, taken steps to get around that. So now what we're doing is for social media, we recommend decreasing the number of posts. You don't need to be, I mean, unless you really have the bandwidth as a small business owner, I don't, my team does all of my social media, uh, but we are decreasing the number of posts, but then focusing on the quality of the post and really trying to drive that engagement by asking questions, posting videos, talking and tagging uh, local, or excuse me, local businesses and things like that. And then same thing with search engine optimization, you know, the blogs that we're putting out, those keywords that we're targeting, you know, you just, it's got to be really local and it has to be engaging because uh, it's just going to continue to move in that direction. So again, rather than just spinning your wheels, putting out so much content, really focus on quality and then engaging with people online. Yeah, absolutely love it. And, you know, I, I agree. We talk about that a lot on the show. You know, things have absolutely changed and everyone needs to adapt because a couple years ago, showing up was like a new thing. And then creating content was like a new thing, right? And then each of those things like initially could make an impact, but now it's really shifted into distribution and engagement, right? Is, is really what, what it takes to take that showing up and that content and actually get some value out of it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that, and it's hard, right? So it's one of the things that like, quite honestly, those are the, those are the trending changes right now. That's what people are talking about. And you'll laugh if you go back and listen to any of the other shows I've been on or things like that. I am such an advocate for email marketing because it's not, it's like the, I'm a redhead. So I could say it's like a redheaded stepchild. Like people are not a big, like, oh, I can't wait to do email marketing. It just doesn't seem trendy or special. It's been around forever, but email marketing continues to have really amazing conversion and and engagement rates because it's people who already have bought into your brand. You know, it's people that you've met, you know, yourself at networking events. It's people who have purchased from your brand before. Yeah. It's people who know you. And that's where, you know, again, we focus most of our client stuff is look, you know, social media and SEO is expensive. It takes a lot of time, a lot of content, you don't want to not do it if you can, and you want to have a baseline. But what we really ho- focus in on is that email marketing, engaging the audience that you already have to stay top of mind with them, and then also hopefully convert you know past customers into repeat customers. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So. I think, um, you know, what I get a lot of questions about, and we do a lot of teaching on this, but I I would love to hear some of your tips and strategies because I know they'll be valuable for our listeners. You know, I think a lot of people now understand that this engagement piece of social media uh, has become 
a, a determining mandatory. Factor, oh, mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was going to say a determining factor in which, you know, you either sell something or you sell nothing with social. Um, yeah. But they, they feel paralyzed with how to get started. It, it, they feel uncomfortable, you know, initially, and, and they almost don't know where to start. So can we really hone in for just a minute on the engagement piece and maybe like your top Great. five tips for like someone that's listening today that is like, okay, I'm not getting engagement on my content. And I now recognize that I am going to need to engage if I want people to engage with me. What do they do? Where do they get started? Yeah. So as I, <laughs> it's really funny. I actually have several examples for this. It's one of the, uh, it's one of the workshops that I teach here locally in Nashville. So different ideas for how to engage. So first of all, um, stop for the love of God using stock images of people's hands doing stuff with pens and uh, laptops. Yes. Please. I know. I know. Like, I know that it's easy and I know that it looks super, you know, professional and whatever, but like human beings instinctively do not respond to pictures of hands. We yes. respond from birth, <laughs> literally within days or weeks of birth. We, yes. we are genetically programmed to respond to human faces. Use more faces. Amen so, and alleluia. Thank uh, you. Uh, yes. Thank you. yes. And, it's, and it's hard too, because I understand there's, you know, the Instagram concept, which is like this artistic and we've got to create vision. And I'm like, I get it. But like, I don't need more pictures of things on tables. And like, I'm guilty. Like I've used them before. Don't get me wrong. Like you can use them sporadically, but like if your entire marketing content plan is just, you know, stock images and it's very few people, mm-hmm. no. The other thing is, Please don't just talk about what you sell all the time. If all you're doing is just saying, I sell this, I sell that, we do this service, it's 50% off this weekend, nobody cares. And it's, and I I always say, you know, to my clients and my my coaching clients, like respectfully, I love you, but no one cares that you're selling this thing. So, you know, ideas for, for local and engaging content, feature your employees, take actual, like literally grab your iPhone, put it on profile mode or um, uh, portrait mode. Take photos of your employees and once a week or once every two weeks, you know, something like that, depending on how many people you have, feature them. Do like a little, literally a 30 to 50 word post about your employee, what they do for you and so on, and make sure you tag them. Because then everybody that they know is going to be like, ooh, like they're kind of Instagram famous and you get a nice little engagement there. Um, we've also, you know, done charity things where if you team up with a, like a local nonprofit, I'll give you an example, um, you know, maybe team up to, to donate a portion of your proceeds or volunteer at the humane, you know, society or something locally, and then do a featured dog or or cat of the week. I cannot even tell you how many ad campaigns we've run where we've beta or we've uh, split tested the photos. It doesn't matter what you're selling. The photo that gets the most engagement is the one with the dogs in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, put cute things in there, you know, and babies are a little harder because there's, you know, some some liability or some rights issues there, but dogs are pretty safe. But, you know, things like that. Uh, the other thing is just sharing local news. I'm not saying get involved in politics or religion, but like, hey, this new restaurant is opening up here locally. Who's been? Does anyone have yeah, a recommendation? Yeah. Like, no, I love it, that. You have to show that you are a human being, that your company is made up of human beings and that you care about and are participating in the community. So those are just a few ideas, but like we, we try to really focus on that. And the only time that we're selling, again, it's not, we do this, call us now. We try to do case studies, share testimonials from, you know, clients or customers, like do it in a way where it's an example, not a direct sales pitch. Mm Mm-hmm. 
No, those are all, <coughs> excuse me, those are all absolutely awesome and I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, I've talked about this on the show before, but this is such a good reminder. You know, I think that it can feel intimidated. You know, we went from uh, about two years ago where we were using like stock images and like that was all the rage like five years ago. You know what I mean? Like we all did it. Um, and then, you know, we made a huge switch into photography and video and we just started using the iPhone and our engagement has gone through the roof and our business yeah. growth has gone through the roof. And I think it feels really intimidating when you're first attempting to cross that bridge because you're like, oh my gosh, I need this fancy equipment. I need this photo editor I need this video no you don't you know no. it's just it's a well, little bit of thought it's a little bit of time and energy but the return is so huge yeah. right well and I'll say this because you know I am an agency so here's where I will caution you absolutely can do that yourself if you've got you know phone and a steady hand or even some small equipment you know a little a little tripod to hold your phone or something mm-hmm. the big thing is is audio quality yes so you are correct when we're talking about like, you know, the visual, like even to some extent, there's been some studies done recently that, that it is, people are responding more to the unprofessional photos and videos because it doesn't feel so contrived or like someone's trying to sell it to you, but where people kind of miss the, the ball or miss the beat is, is with audio. So they have kind of this, you know, poor audio quality because they haven't invested and it's so cheap. Like you can get a little thing that goes into the headphone jack of your phone and is like a lapel mic. And those things are like less than $20. Oh my gosh. So I was going to say, Am- hit Amazon while you're listening to the yeah. show today. Get your road <laughs> mic, you clip it on. You know, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, do that, invest in that. It's super cheap and worth it. But here's what I will say. What we have found is that people think that like photo and video, again, has to be super expensive and you have to do it all the time. All of the things that we do for my company and my personal brand as a coach and speaker, we batch it. So we have a photographer who can also shoot little mini videos and cobble them together into social videos, but we don't, we're not hanging out with her every day, like and paying her every day. Once a quarter, we bring her in for two or three hours and we do five different outfit changes and we go to a couple of different places and we batch the photography and then we slow release it over the next three months. So like if you're if you're thinking about upgrading your brand image a little bit, it doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg. Like you can find a photographer that has maybe some different skills because honestly, if you're a solopreneur, Taking photos and videos of yourself is harder than having somebody help you do it, but you can find somebody and batch it so that it's more reasonably priced. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's what we do is why I couldn't agree more. Um, Okay. So we talked about a lot of different tips you gave in terms of like just showing the human side of your business, you know, different ways to get started with the engagement. What are some of your other like favorite needle movers? Anavia, that you work with your clients on that, you know, you obviously see right away and you know can make an immediate impact that maybe business owners who are like in the weeds and they're so busy in the day-to-day, they're just not seeing for themselves that that people can get started on today after listening to our episode. Yeah. So none of the things I'm about to tell you are going to be super fun. (laughs) So let's just preface that. (laughs) The hardest thing that we have when we first start working with people is we're like, hey, all of the needle movers are those tedious administration tasks that you never want to do. So I'm going to give you the accurate answer, (laughs) but just know this isn't the super fun bonanza stuff. So number one thing, if you do not have a consolidated, accurate, updated email list in something like like a MailChimp going into 2019, 
carve out an hour or two before the end of the year. I know what you're doing, you know, whatever, Christmas Eve, the day after Christmas, New Year's Day, when you know that you're off work and you're really not doing anything, get your get it together. Um, put it into a MailChimp. MailChimp is free for up to the first 2,000 users. Start, start fresh. Make sure that everyone you know is in one consolidated list because that list is just super valuable. Um, and again, a lot of the, mar- the you know, marketing coaches online and stuff will keep going back to that email list as having value. And I know it's not fun, but you got to do it. Um, and then I'd say the other thing is from a search engine optimization standpoint, where we see a lot of immediate bang for people's buck is claiming directories. And I know that that's kind of a, a convoluted topic, you know, because SEO is a little confusing. But if we go in and we're just making changes that we see immediate results, most small business owners and entrepreneurs don't know how or that they should claim their online directories. So there's six big ones that you want to claim and optimize your channel, or excuse me, your directory listing. So you have Google My Business, which is the top dog, uh, Yelp and Bing, which both have business listings, uh, and Yahoo, pardon me. And then um, you've got Facebook, your Facebook business page. And then if you have a physical location, you want to do Apple Maps uh, so that they can find you physically. And when you go in, we've had businesses, <laughs> we've got a got a testimonial from one of our clients. We went in and did all that. And they emailed us probably about within a month. And they said, we have seen a 75% increase in our website traffic just because of directory claiming. Wow. Because can we just go can we just go through those one more time cuz this is yeah. huge and you're right. I mean, this is the little stuff that we don't make time for, but you know what, guys? It's it's now is the time to do this before the end of the year. So let's just go through that one right. more time. Yeah, so the number one thing is Google My Business. And here's what I'll give you a little tip there because I work from home as a lot of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs do, right? Before you have money for an office, you can still claim it using your your home address, but then you change it to say that your service radius is a certain number of miles around your location Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't show your home address. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Okay. So Google My Business is the big one, and then Bing and Yahoo have business directory listings. Yeah. Okay? And then, and I know that people are like, who's on Bing and Yahoo? Very few people, but we do still see leads come into our clients from Bing and Yahoo. Mm -hmm. So you want to be there. Yelp. Mm -hmm. And then your Facebook business page. And then the last one is if you have a physical location, you want to do Apple Maps. Apple Maps is what's talking to Siri. Mm-hmm. And voice search and voice like engagement on that like voice SEO, that I mean that again, that's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> but that that is the wave of the future. So you want to make sure we call them the, the big six. You want to make sure you have those big six claimed and optimized. One of the most important parts is use the exact same information for all six. So don't like, you know, write write one description of your business and use it on all of them. The more, the more updated, accurate, and, and when I say identical, it is the easier the internet can find you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's where a lot of people just, you know, they create a new web, a new website in, in Wix or Squarespace and they go, well, I'm good now. 
Well, well, no, (laughs) you know, you need to have as as much directory listing as possible. Yeah, no. And that makes total sense. And I also think the the online reviews, you know, with Google, you know, I know that whenever I'm searching to buy a product online, you know, I read the reviews and I make a decision based on reviews and I'm an average consumer, just like everybody else listening is we make decisions about what restaurant to go to, what service provider to use, whether or not we're going to bring someone into our home for something that we need. Um, I mean, so many decisions today are now being made um, based on reviews. So I think, you know, the listings combined with the reviews, it's these little things that like, it's like slowing down to speed up. Right. 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 And that's a, and, and it's a really good point. If you are, if you get in the habit of every time you have a happy customer or client, you know, we, we, we run an entire review management program for our clients where it's literally like, send us a list of the people that purchase from you. And then we will send them a series of emails asking them to leave you a review on either Google My Business is always going to be your best bet for SEO, but Facebook or Yelp are still good if people have those. Uh, but, you know, will you leave us a review? And then uh, here's an important point. We also have offered to incentivize people for a review. We don't ask them to give us a positive review. We just ask them for their feedback. Yeah. So we're not trying to bribe anyone. We're just like, hey, we would love to get your feedback if you'd be willing to leave us a review we would, you know, whatever, give you a $25 gift card or whatever it might be. Um, and, and then, you know, from there, if you get really happy people ask if you can do a video testimonial, Mm -hmm. be like, Hey, wow, you left me a really great review. You know, can I take you out to lunch and literally just, can you say what you wrote into my, my camera phone? Yeah, absolutely. You know, (laughs) that's, that's awesome. That's, and then you're building that little library, which is, which is a really good point. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. You gave so many tips and actionable things that people can get started on right away. I'm sure there's people listening that either A, want help and direction and strategy, or B, are like, dude, I just need to hire you to do this for me because I I just can't get it done. So um, what are the best ways for people to get in touch with you? What's a good next step for anyone listening that wants your help? Yeah. So, um, uh, websites, piccolomarketing.com and it is piccolo like the wind instrument, P I C C O L O. Uh, there's a story out there for you, but piccolomarketing.com is the agency. Um, onavia.com is where you can find me if you're looking for, you know, public speaking engagements, private coaching, that kind of thing. Uh, but the coolest thing we have going on right now is our marketing on demand program. So realizing that small business owners, like you mentioned, Kelly, like don't have the time or, or maybe the money to hire like a, you know, a full fledged coach at full rates, um, or to even hire someone to help them do all of this stuff yet. You know, we run into a lot of that. We've got this really great marketing on demand program. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, time directly with a marketing expert every month. And it's only $97 a month. So if you're interested in that, you can just email me directly. um, And I'd be happy to do like a little discount for your listeners if you want. So just have them email me at hello at piccolomarketing.com and we can get them set up on that. That is awesome. Yes. So guys, this is, I mean, even $97 a month to move the needle on some key things that you just don't have time for. I mean, who can't find a way to make that happen? That's awesome. So Anavia, thank you so much for everything that you shared today. This is one of those episodes, guys. Just listen back to it. Take a bunch of notes. <laughs> shoot Anna an email and uh, get started. Get ready for a great new year. So Anna, thank you so much. Hold on. One more thing before you go. 
As a valued listener of Unstoppable Success Radio, I want to help you build your business, not just during the times that you're listening to the show, but all day, every day, every week of the year. I have a new Facebook group called The Tribe of Unstoppables, and it's a place for you to come gather with other successful, driven, passionate entrepreneurs, creating financial freedom for their families, and building a life and legacy of impact and significance. If you want to be a part of the community where you can network, get leads, get gain referrals, build your business, and get unbelievable free trainings for myself and my team, go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash community. That's kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash community. Or you can just pop into Facebook and search Tribe of Unstoppables. Drop me a note and let me know when you join. Can't wait to see you there.